Did you hear that? Yeah, that's a new one. <laughs> recording in progress. Is that what it ah, said? Mine, mine yeah. said this meeting is being recorded. Oh, I got a recording in progress. Like it was proper American. Oh, I don't know if it... If, I don't know if the listeners will hear that, but yeah. either way, um, hello everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome back to Once You're In, You're In. Apologies for no midweek podcast. It's my fault. Reason why? It was, uh, it was my birthday and I just stayed in bed and ate cake all day and, and cried. Uh, I, I'm a year older. One of my clients was like, you're mid, mid-20s now, mate. And, I, and he was like, you know, 20 to 23 is like early 20s, 24 to 27, like mid-20s. And I, and I thought about it and I was like, shit, he's right. So uh, yeah. yeah, I'm getting old. But how are you getting on, mate? Yeah, sound. Two years younger than you. You know, really trying to make the most of it every day. Waking up thinking, oh, I'm not 24. Thank God for that. Oh, but mate. yeah, the, the aging process, mate, is depressing, isn't it? I feel like we're in a bit of a, we're both in like, you get to a stage, you're into the real world. And you're like, this is a bit weird. Yeah. Like, you can't enjoy it. But I'm like, I'm going to be 30 before I know it. I know, mate, and I, I'm going to be there sooner. <laughs> it's scary. Yeah, right? I'll yeah say like you'll scary. be there, and I'll be like, oh, mate, I'm 28. I've got to enjoy the, the rest of these years. Mate, I was saying to one of my clients, I think, he, I think he's 19, and, I was, and he was like, asking about my birthday, and I was saying, I was like, and I don't want to sound patronizing to like, someone at 19, but I was yeah. like, that feels like ages ago. I feel like when I was 19, like, the years lasted ages. Now mm. it's like, and this sounds stupid, but it is. They just fly by, and it's like what everyone says: "Oh, as you get older, they fly. Like they get the years get faster." But like my my mum and dad say the same thing. So like I'm gonna be that old person that someday. I'm already there now. I'm telling people now. Yeah. It's like oh yeah, it gets faster. Nah, I, like I said, I, I coach a fair few, and I'll be like I say to them, like, I don't want to sound patronising. Yeah. yeah, I don't have any clients. <laughs> Not um, anymore. No, I'll coach a fair few, like like, like you know, like sixteen to like eighteen year olds. And they'll mention things, and I'm completely out of the loop. Like yeah, they'll mention, like TikTok, for example. I have no idea. I know, I no, and I'm like, I feel young, but I know nothing. We're not and like, anymore. No, we're not. But I still feel like I'm young, and I'm like an, an underdog, and I'm coming yeah. through. And in reality, I'm like eight year old. Grow up. It's weird. Yeah, I know. It's, you'll it's always mentally. have that though. Like you'll always have that mentality. Anyone you speak to that's older than you will say, yeah, that never changes. You'll always feel like young in your head. Scary. Mm, It's like, I can compare it to like, you know, when Eminem drops another album and you're like, bro, you're 43. Like, you know what I mean? Retire. Shannon told me, and I don't mm. believe this, but Shannon told me that um, there's a guy at her work who doesn't know who Eminem is. I think he's, I think he's like, I think he's like 17. No, like oh. 17, and he's never heard of him, apparently. I said, I was like, that's bullshit. Like, yeah, even if no. he, he might not know of all his old music, but surely mm. everybody, you'd think everybody knows who Eminem is, but apparently not. Yeah, that's mental. I know. Yeah, it is, it's scary. weird. Like, yeah, super, super scary. Like, I, I think I asked my mum the other day, I was like, how many years ago was the 80s? And she was like, 30 or 20. And I was like, no, it's 40. <laughs> Like, it's 40 years. Surely, like, surely she could have worked that out. No, but it's like, you know, your instant reaction. Your instant well, reaction. Like, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like your instant thought process. Either yeah. that or she's really stupid. I don't know. I'm going to go. Trying to, yeah, she's got a calculator out and everything. She's like, yeah, 20? I just don't know. I can't yeah. do it. I just, I just can't do with this math. So can you ask me later? And I was like, yeah, sound, fair enough. Yeah. But no, t- time. That's the, that's the, the episode eight. Episode time. eight, time. Yeah, depressing, depressing chat. <laughs> depressing chat. You've listened to this podcast for eight minutes and 23 seconds. I actually don't know how long we've been going, but that was a guess. If that's right, then I'm stunned. Oh, that, there's no, it um, doesn't tell you anywhere. 
and you are eight minutes close to death. I don't think it'll be that leave, leave a like, so therefore you can all die together. Can you like a podcast? We've got, oh, you can like it on you, YouTube. You can like it on YouTube, yeah. Because it always gets like one I don't one think you can do anything on Spotify. Oh, you can no. leave a review, I think, somehow. Really enjoy podcasts. Five, five stars, guys. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you can do. Right, how's, um, how's prep? It's been, what has it been, like Down. 10 days? 10 days since the last podcast? Yeah, um, all good. I look horrendous this week. Um, it was the, the D volume. No, it Which was. small and flat. Yeah. Finn, Finn said to me, <laughs> so it's the first time I was training. I haven't trained in a tank top since. I'm not too sure if you've noticed. And Finn comes over to me on Monday and he goes, God, you look smaller. And I was like, ah, oh, cheers, mate. Thanks. Thanks for that. Like, really, really positive there. Um, but you are. You're, got... in that, you're in that phase, aren't yeah. you? It's, the, it's always yeah. the start of a diet shit. Like, you just look worse but you're not lean it's just mm. being flat in it yeah you yeah, need it you're, you're in that go through it you're in that in-between stage and it's what when people say like oh I'm, I'm just so flat and it's like well you're not really flat you just lost a bit of fullness and you're fat still and you probably weren't as big as you think you are yeah so you're almost in that in-between where you're like like i said what you said you're not lean so i'm not lean like for example um i i'm gonna do my condition based off the ultraflex rather than posing room and I'm lean enough now for the small light to be on. I mean, not to look at myself and go, I look shit. So that's a positive. Like that's a step forward. But for both lights, no, too fat. So, but then at the same time, I look flatter and I've not like my shoulders look smaller. I mean, my traps are, 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 have disappeared. Like, there's nothing here. Arms just, there's like, I'm lucky I've got vascularity and my shoulders have a slight bit of a, like roundage, but. Yeah, they just just look a bit flat, look a bit fat, and not not the best. And I think compared to the D volume, that didn't help because obviously volume's lower. Therefore, the amount of blood going through, the amount of fullness you usually hold after a D volume anyway, is sometimes a bit less. So, yeah, probably from a visual aspect, the worst week I've looked. But like little things, like I'm pinching myself, and I'm not saying like oh, I'm shredded, but like. Pinching myself thinking, wow, I'm so shredded. Is this real? Yeah, it's Pinching myself like, like I'm, a, I'm in a dream. Mate, I, I, I was going to ask my mum to give you a call because she was getting concerned I'm getting that lean. That's what it know, was. Does she know you're on gear yet? Oh, mate, don't say that. I'm not on gear anyway. I'm natty anyway. I'm still natty. Um, actually, no, technically I'm not. I, uh, I utilised your himbo. <laughs> yeah, as of this morning, HCL. Did you actually, so, have you actually added it in yet? Yeah, yeah, because I do cardio fasted today. So it's going to be in on my cardio uh, days. Um, I, I could have it in mornings before. I go for steps first thing, but it's not enough to even right. merit the, the level of anxiety. Did you notice any benefit from it today? No, not really. I sweat more a little bit. It's like just, I class it more as like a stimulant. Like it feels yeah, just like... Yeah, heart rate up, isn't it? Yeah, it literally. And I, I notice my lower back and like mid back always sweats a little bit more. Like that's the yeah. only thing I really notice. So I'm just, you know, targeting the fat cells. I was going to say, that's great. Back. Get that lower back yeah. power. <laughs> yeah, they got a lipolysis up, bro. Honestly, <laughs> lower back fat is coming off. Vasobones. I was going to say. No, I don't really notice too yeah. much. I, it's only I only took ten milligrams, and the the recommended dose. Um, and I won't don't quote me because I'm nine. I'm pretty sure, but I wouldn't want to say something. And then people take it and die. But I think it's like 0.2 uh, mg per kg. So if you're 100 kilos, 20 milligrams would be yeah, like the efficacious dose. Yeah. So I took 10 milligrams. So it's half of the intended dose. But it's a bit annoying because ten, the 10 grams used, took 10 grams. 10 grams. Yeah. Yeah, 10 grams. Uh, and I also took a, I took a whole kg of creatine. I'm, I'm just loading up on creatine. 5 kg of creatine a day. Yeah, 5 kg. Not 5 grams. No, 5 uh, kg. 
Yeah. Mm. It's annoying though. Like I said, I took the Yohimban I had last year. It was four milligram, no, five milligram tablets. So you could titrate like five milligrams, 10 milligrams, 15, and then 20. Whereas this, it's 10 milligrams each. So it's a bit annoying because like 20 milligrams is like quite, like that's what I worked up to last time. And it's quite potent in the sense of like, if you're walking, I've said this before, if you're going for a walk, you're, I'm convinced a car behind me is just going to run me over and kill me. Like if there's a car coming up behind you, you're, you're convinced, okay, this is it, I'm dead. So like to take, to go from 10 to 20 is quite a drastic jump. I would have preferred to be able to go to 15 and they're not tablets. They're the pills, you know, so when you cut them in half, it's powder okay. and the actual powder in them, if I'm not too sure if you've ever like looked into anything like that, it's never actually like pure Yohimbine. It'll be mixed with like salt, yeah. like little, I don't know. Like, you don't know flavoring. if you're getting actually five yeah. milligrams of it. Yeah. yeah. So if you were to cut in like and cut it in half and then take half of it out, you might get seven milligrams or eight milligrams, then one or two on the other yeah. one. So yeah, I'll probably just go 10 milligrams and then 20 and then, uh, and then I'll probably just sit at that and, uh, and then Clayton will go in, and uh, and then from that point I can just and then I'm then I'm technically on gear, so that'll be that'll be quite scary. But hey ho. How's so, um, how's training going? Shit, pressing's awful. <laughs> no, so everything's good. Um, pulling is good. Um, RDLs are back in. Um, it's quite funny to think I'm six kilos off a lifetime PR on the um, on the RDL, and I don't feel like I'm anywhere close to like the upper boundary. Like when I had it in last time, it was like a 220 to 250 run. And I could tell that I was like, right, I probably will struggle to get past 250. Where this time, like I'm 245 and my lower back's tight, but it doesn't feel heavy. And I'm not getting myself as switched on like mentally at all. Like I used to get myself so amped up, it would ruin me. Like you saw me, I'd finish a set and I'd be like shaking for like five minutes. I'd be messed up. By now I'm like, I'm getting amped up, but nothing drastic. So that's going well. Uh, lower sessions are back in. Um, nice to, to leg press. My, my quads are ruined today doing full volume. Um, and I, I didn't say that, but like absolutely battered. And then, uh, but, and, but it's nice to train legs again. And then pushing is just horrendous. Like any incline pressing is, is absolute dog shit right now. <laughs> it's awful. It's so bad. Like I've said this uh, to you with the with the low incline bench pressure in the like the last couple of weeks of lockdown. I like aggravated like you know pectine anterior delt like kind of just went, like when let's say you're getting a decent amount of like flexion, you kind of like getting into like a shortened position. I aggravated and I just got like a niggle, and I think that mixed in with like my ability to press in like a four to six rep range is just completely diminished. Like I just can't press anymore. So my, my like vertical pressing sound tricep compound pressing sound anything in an incline or flat nature under a 10 repper horrendous. <laughs> just, just, it's, can't just, press. it's just fluid retention though, isn't it? Like mm. it's not that you've lost strength yet. Not no. that you will really lose strength. You, you know, you likely will a bit towards the end, but it's not that you've lost strength. It's more so that just that power It's that, oomph that you've just not got anymore because you're now in a deficit and you're now flatter and you're not in a positive energy balance anymore and and mm. even just that alone although you've still got plenty of energy stored like it is just that that shift in in fluid isn't it and then it, no matter like no matter what you try and do with your pressing it always is the first to go and i'm not saying it's no. go, it's gone or it's going but no just you can notice it like straight away as soon as you start dieting like you're pressing it's like just it feels harder to lock in it feels harder to have power it feels harder to control the eccentric like you feel like you're wobbling a bit like yeah, yeah it's it's normal and it? it's it's annoying like pulling legs like i don't think 
they'll really take a hit at all. Mm. Like, I don't, I don't think mine did. I think my, obviously my RDL with my back just wasn't great anyway, but even so I maintained my RDL numbers like the whole way through prep, even with yeah. my back being fucked. I don't yeah. think really like your pulling numbers or your, or your leg numbers will, will diminish. I think your, your pressing will, but yeah. I don't think the others will. Yeah, no, I'd agree. I'd agree. I'd like to say like pressing wise, like let's say we, we put in like a movement with more stability, I'll probably be able to progress it, but it will be yeah. where like, I've got to understand that like, I'm not going to press four plates on a flat bench again, probably to progress any new movement. Like, like yeah, you would yeah, exactly. with it being new, but yeah, but I don't, yeah. I want to avoid that. Like, I'm not saying that's something that you did, but it was because we went from a lockdown to a yeah, gym training. Yeah. So we swapped a lot of movements. And I almost think like there's a, there's a degree where I don't want to be like, I want to look at my program at the end. And the only things I really want to see come down is the overall volume. If needed, I don't I, want it where, my well, movements are completely different. And, you know, like you see people and they'll be like, oh, switching this in, switching that. And it's like, well, you're just making it easy for yourself. And then, yes, you can progress it for three weeks. But, like, congrats, you, you're learning the movement, yeah. you know. I like, it's all well and good having a movement in for a month and then swapping it out. Mate, you could progress every month, but you wouldn't really progress, you know. I said to you, didn't I? I was like, I think the best thing you can do before a prep is make sure that your program is ready for a prep. Yeah. because otherwise like if you're going into a prep and don't get me wrong like if you can do it amazing but if you're going into a prep with like two hinges in a week a barbell back squat a bent over row as well and like loads of free weight pressing like, if you yeah. can maintain all of those numbers throughout the prep then then great but you're not gonna like it's very unlikely if you could maybe have you know one hinge and a bent over row maybe take out the back squat and put in a hack, take out the free weight pressing and have Smith pressing and have yeah. machine pressing. Like that can set you up for a whole prep where you probably won't have to change things. Like you yeah. said, I had to change because I had barbell pressing at yours, obviously in the lockdown yeah. and obviously everything else changed because we got back in the gyms. But even so, before my prep started, I was doing, I was doing the, I was running the dumbbells up and I remember thinking, hey, I remember you like, had, a high like incline, three, yeah, incline, three dumbbell pressing in a row. And then a yeah. neutral dumbbell press. It worked really well, hey. though. Like, they yeah. all progressed really, really well. And the, in, um, in Dynamite, they didn't have any good kit. That chest press was pretty horrendous. The Smith wasn't good. I the one that converges, that. like, the most I've ever used. Yeah, the, it's, the, such, it's yeah, a really was... super wide chest press. So, yeah, it's, it's horrendous. Yeah, and then it converges to, like, a fly, if yeah. I remember correctly. Yeah. I've, I've, your we, your we elbows, like, cross. You can't help it. But yeah, like that actually worked well because I, I didn't expend any calories in that session because I just sat on the same bench in front yeah. of the same dumbbell rack and just grabbed the different the different dumbbells. It was actually really mm. good. But yeah, it, it went I, high. It went high, low incline, then like, nah, high incline, high, low incline, high flat, neutral. Oh. Well, I remember took, so I took them all up from like pretty much all of them up from the forties to the fifties. Yeah, six total sets dumbbell pressing, just changing the angle. <laughs> yeah, well, it was good, mate. Like I, I honestly think. Doing doing that helped my pressing a hell of a lot hmm. because like before that, I I thought that like the forties were I was like forties that's heavy. Yeah. Like before I did I, I I did that run. But yeah, anyway, like I was gonna I was taking those, I was tapering those down anyway, um, with the fact that like the prep was coming up and like getting prepared almost. I think like you said, you don't want to go in thinking oh I'm I'm definitely gonna lose numbers on the this this and this so I'm gonna take it out. But then you've also just got to be realistic like. Yeah. if you can put yourself in a better position to start and, and try oh, and keep the same numbers, then yeah, exactly. Like I said, I wish I'd have been able to do that without COVID, without the, the first lockdown. I'd have yeah. loved to have had numbers 
from the start versus the end that I could properly compare, but I didn't because we obviously were in different gyms before and after and during. So I couldn't properly compare. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Should we also say as a caveat, it's important if you're finishing an off season that you need to be able to afford to continue to the off season so you can train, you know, you need to be able to afford to be able to eat, and to also, be eating and not having haircuts. Yeah, you got to remember that you can't get muscles short in the off season. Oh yeah. So <laughs> thinking about that, do we actually need food in the off season? Like no. if we can't get a muscle short, I think that's why people tidy up. You get to a position and you need to do a tidy up because you just can't get a muscle fully short in the off season. I just don't want to. I just don't want to look uh, look small. I don't want to look stringy, so I'm not going to go to the gym. Yeah, fantastic logic. Finn messaged me that saying, "Hey mate, I'm not going to train. Uh, I don't want to look small." And I was like, "Yeah, make makes perfect sense." I mean, going to the gym, training maybe growing that that could help but you know what i can understand okay. the, the psychological pressures of uh of training but yeah but no um i didn't really ask mate anything uh happening in your world i know it was your birthday you've already spoke about that but training wise everything good yeah mate all good um my back's still playing up a little bit but not as bad because obviously i've not hinged um so the the hinge has, has, has had to come out again which is a bit annoying but just makes sense at the minute. I'm actually quite, I'm quite liking like the, the two leg sessions, one of them being a little bit more glute and ham dominant, one of them being a bit more quad dominant. Um, mm. That's working pretty well. I was, I'm contemplating potentially taking the, the press out of the, the, the upper pull and the pull out of the upper push and just doing a push and yeah. a pull because like we, like we were saying, I don't think my chest has ever recovered, like ever. Mm. Like it always feels tight. Like it, it recovers enough to train it and still progress it. But I, I don't feel like ever going into a a, a, pre- a push session. I don't feel like, oh yeah, I feel good today. I always feel yeah. like, oh my chest tight, or my like my pec tie is tight. So I was thinking about that. I'll, I'll play around with it probably this weekend. And I'll see how how I feel. Um, but then it'd obviously just be one. It'd only be hitting pull once a week, push once a week when I've I've done it mm-hmm. twice a week for however long. But looking at my physique, like it is my legs that need to come up. My legs are managing with twice a week volume. Um, or twice week frequency and they're managing pretty well they're progressing pretty well yeah. I'm noticing decent decent progress in my legs so if that means that I can bring down like the, the frequency of pull, pull and push just once a week and, and get a bit more out of my leg training then I don't mind that and even a bit more out of the, the push and the pull training because at the minute I just feel like sometimes I'm going into those sessions with a bit more fatigue than I'd like um, but that's mm. something I'm going to obviously have a, have a play around with but other than that yeah all's going well leg, leg training's going really well um, like I say it was my birthday nothing really changed had normal normal session on Monday trained on my birthday because I just want it so bad um, yeah. I even did you have an off plan meal the following day ah, mate, I don't know what I'm about yeah, off, and did you have an off plan meal on Saturday as well mate it's my birthday so you had an off plan meal Saturday and Monday Mate, do you really want to talk about off-plan meals? Mate, we'll happily go into it. I'm a month clean, baby. <laughs> you yeah, can't mate, chat to you me. used to have them every night, every time Liverpool have... played. Every Literally time Liverpool once, played the game. Once, once. You mate, and it was the only way, it was the only way to get me through the February depression of Liverpool losing every game. I was like, oh, at least I have a pizza. <laughs> so I can pizza eat the pizza up. and cry into it. And I'd be like, God, this pizza's really moist. I don't know why. They're putting on, like, this is just too, too, too moist. Turns out it was tears. To be fair, Shocking. I'm not... I'm even like obviously I went out for food on Tuesday. Um, like I said to you, I was like, it was nice, but I'm at, I'm at that that stage now in a gaining phase where like 
I'm not like, oh, I fancy this or I'm looking forward to it. Like I've been, I've been there for a while, but even more so now, like before, if I, if me and Shannon were going out for food, I'd be like, oh, cool. I can get this. I can get that. Like I just got a burger. Like that's what I'll generally go with. I know it'll digest well. Um, and it was nice. Like it was, it was good, but it just doesn't interest me now. Like it's crazy thinking, I remember like coming out of prep, during prep, I was sound. I didn't crave anything or want anything. So I was just on it. I was, I was so focused, mate. Just wanted it so much. Yeah. Um, but then after, after like, especially with the way that my prep ended, cause it was like a shit ending with like, Oh, the show's not going to be on. I, it's postponed yeah. another month. Should I wait? And then I didn't wait. And it just shit how it all ended. Like it felt really weird. It was a very, like, it was a bit of a anticlimactic finish. Yeah. So yeah. like I, I did, like, it was nice to obviously have some different bits of food. Like I didn't go overboard. Obviously I stayed like lean coming out of it, but. I remember then thinking, like, oh, I'm looking forward to being able to get this and get that again, yeah. like stuff that I'd not had for ages. Whereas now I'm just yeah. like, like, if Shannon was to say, oh, do you, actually, do you want to get some of this Saturday? I'd be like, no, not, I'm not bothered if you're not. Like yeah. we do it on a Saturday because it's nice to have that together to have it. Because we, we, mate, we don't really have any other meals the same. Or we don't have any other meals the same. Yeah. So it's nice to have that. Um, but yeah, it doesn't feel needed. But then I also feel like maybe if I, let's say if I didn't have it for a month, would I maybe think, oh, it'd be nice to have, a burger you know what i mean yeah but they digest like what i have now i literally just have like a burger on a saturday and it digests really well like protein's really high so it's not it's not really mm. an issue yeah no i think i quite like the idea it's it's a bit of variance it gives you uh, that like kind of normality in a sense like where you can you and shannon can kind of like enjoy something together and it's not really where like even if you weren't to eat a burger and you're eating like say like your normal post-workout meal or whatever i don't think you it's more the enjoyment you go out and get something yeah different. exactly like, that's the only thing and i think when you actually break through down like this is the i i know i noticed this when i was about 18 and i was dieting loads and i was like it's literally just a mental connotation and attachment that we have to food yeah. once you get past that you almost like well it's quite normal to when you after a diet to be like oh i really want this i really want that i notice it like for example, I taste my cereal now post-workout and I'm like, oh, this is really sugary. This is sweet. Like, this is nice. But before, I'd eat it. You don't even taste it. Like, and you're, just, yeah. you're just like, this is it. You know, and it's not why I look forward to any meal. Like, I'm not even hungry. I, I feel absolutely sound. There's, there's nothing at all. Ten weeks from now, I'll probably be like, yeah, the thought of a pizza would be like, oh, I'd like a pizza. But, yeah, it's, but that, more... again, it's that mental thought. The more you know? experience you have with it, the easier it gets. Like, because we've dieted before, like, and because we've done, like, stupid diets as well. Like, that's why I think I found prep so easy. If, if it was my first ever diet, I don't think yeah. I'd have, I think I'd have either not been able to do it, like, I'd have either binged or I'd have done something been like, I can't do it. I'd, I'd have struggled that much. But because I've done it, like, numerous times, it just becomes second nature. And like I say, if you're strong enough mentally, like, you literally just think, like, yeah, I'm hungry and it'd be nice to have some food, but... I'm not going to because I've not finished yeah. yet. Like, and yeah. you only really want, like, it's not that you need a specific food. You literally just need energy. Yeah. You just want like, to feel normal. You, yeah. It's not, it's not, Oh, I need a pizza. Yeah. It's no, you need calories. Like it doesn't matter where yeah. you get them from. Like you just need more calories because you're that lean and you, you've dieted for mm. so long. So yeah. yeah, I think it is. It's just like, say it's more so the social aspect. The reason that we say yeah. I need a pizza is because pizza's seen as a, uh, social, social food event. and yeah, yeah. and, uh, and uh, you know obviously it's it's high calories and it tastes nice and everything but if we were brought up to be told that cream of rice was a social food like yeah. we'd all be like, oh i need cream of rice like oh cheat yeah. meal cream of rice like it's just best carbohydrate in the norms game. isn't it 
you, you sit down, your mum looks at you and goes, this is the ultimate carbohydrate. Brings you're it like, oh, fuck. Yeah, you, what, the best. Fair, you do have, you have like baby rice, don't you, when you're little? Yeah, true. Yeah, but, no, but you know the JP one says the ultimate carbohydrate? It is. That's it's just drilled ultimate. into you. It's and like so you, you don't even know you're, you're 12 the, you don't even know what a carbohydrate is it's on the syllabus yeah. at school what is what is the ultimate carbohydrate you learn JP, it in, in, in JP nutritional core. exams jp core that's it that's the answer and you do uh, that's the that's the main question on the mac nutrition course like what is the yeah. ultimate carbohydrate jp core. Yeah. yeah and then finn's only allowed to say that because if, if his cmp don't have a cream of rice if not he would be, he'd literally be terminated right this second Hey, I'm not getting email. I was told today I'm not supposed to post about it. Oh no! Okay, fair enough. Are they doing something like that, or should not talk about it? Apparently, but mate, like at the end of the day, I'm not saying don't go to CMP, am I? Like I have CMP everything, just not what CMP don't do. Fin 15 CMP, go and buy all the shit, guys. Yeah, they reduced him from 20 to 15. Yeah, they took away the the discount codes. Now they brought them back. Are we doing questions? Yeah, we got a few questions. We both put stories up late which resulted in, I'm going, to, I'm going to say lesser people. Like we've, we've got about six combined, haven't we? I'm not too sure if you've got any more. Uh, I've got one, two, three, four, and then I've got one. Some guy, a guy asked one on, um, on one of the previous videos. He commented and I forgot to, to bring it up. So I let's saw do that, that comment. Yeah, I saw that comment and I thought we haven't got back to let's it. Let's do we that one now. The deadlift yeah. one. Yeah, I can't remember exactly, but I remember reading it. It was... Thought, we can get back to that. Uh, let me have a quick look. I think I can find it. I, I think it was um, your opinion on deadlifts. Are they needed even for Ooh. someone who? Whoa, whoa! Even for someone who doesn't partake in powerlifting. Yeah, something like that. I don't want to get injured, bro. I got a question like this on my. Um, I did a, a rest day like questions, you know, on Tuesday, and I answered it on Wednesday, so I failed. I can't um, remember what. Which... I got a question like this. And it was like, do you deadlift? Is it worth the risk? And mm. I would think I put something like the risk. I was like, the risk of having thick sets. I've got it. Opinions on deadlifting. Is it worth it for someone not competing in powerlifting, etc.? Pros versus cons. Yeah, I'd say so. I'd say unless injuries are going to be uh, a limiting factor. So, for example, you, like your hip hinges are so sporadic and they affect other areas of training. But at the same time, your back doesn't really need, like, you wouldn't look at your posterior. I remember when we, you were posing, and I'd say to you loads of times, like, for someone who can't hinge, it doesn't really show. But I would look at this and I'd say, is it needed? No, I don't think they're needed. Ref prime example, and I'm not saying your back's fantastic, but in general, like, your back is decent, your posterior is not horrendous, your hamstrings aren't great, and your glutes are all right. But in general, like, you wouldn't look at your back and say, you need more. So I wouldn't say like it's, a, it's something that's needed, but I would say if it, there's no injuries and it's not a limitating factor for anything else in your training, it would be almost silly to, to neglect one of the main movements, should we say, of a hip hinge, whether that's an RDL, stiff leg, below the knee, rack pull, deadlift, whatever it's going to be. I'd say it would make sense to get strong with a decent amount of hip flexion um, going or going through the stages of hip flexion, should I say, and, uh, and progress upon that. So, for example, the person who's asking, if you were to take your 120 kilo deadlift to 180 kilos, that would probably, don't want to say the generic, it will show, but with hinges, it usually does. So it would be good to see. And I'd say that for someone who's not partaking in powerlifting, you should do it unless, as mentioned, it's going to impact anything else in your training or potentially you've already got injuries. 
Yeah, I agree. I think if you can have it in or have a form of hinge in, then have it in. I don't think you need to be married to a deadlift, likewise a squat or a bench press. Like As long as you're loading those areas that you're trying to target with those movements anyway, then you'll still get the same the same output, the same, the same sort of result from it. Like even if you, if you do, let's say rather than doing a conventional deadlift, if you do a stiff leg or even if you do a, like even like a 45, like I'm having to do at the minute, like doing like a 45 degree hyper to get that form of hinge and then doing a lot of rows and upper back work to to target a little bit more that you, that you may be missing out from a heavier loading set, doing a a pull from the floor or an RDL. You can always break it up. Just focus on where you're actually trying to stimulate and look at your strengths and your weaknesses. Like if you are trying to be a better bodybuilder, if you're trying to bring up your physique to a more balanced and, and better physique, like look at where your strengths and your weaknesses are. If you've got a horrendous posterior chain and you've never tried hinging, then like the answer's there for you. If you've got a good posterior chain and like like you say for me, like you say, I'm not saying I've got a good back, but my back doesn't at the minute anyway, benefit from hinging. It takes away from all that, the rest of my training. It actually hinders my training at the minute. So if I can break it down into doing like a 45 degree hyper, some form of hip thrust and making sure that I'm focusing on a good amount of, of rowing and, and upper back work to, to sort of almost imagine breaking what I would get from a deadlift down into three or four yeah. different movements. Like if you have to do that, then, then fair play. But if you can hinge, like if I could hinge, I, it frustrates me that I can't. I'd love to get a real good run of hinging going. Like yeah. it's the one exercise that I said to you before where I feel like if, you're, if, I, if I'm not doing it, I almost feel like I'm missing out. Like even though I know I'm, so, I'm like you're married to that thought process. That's yeah. almost what I think is is a shame. Yeah. But it is that thought where, like you said, you can break it down and you can yeah, you can, you can break it down. down. I just still don't think yeah. it's, the, it's the exact same. I think you can make it similar. Yeah. But it's likewise if you couldn't press, like yeah, you can still do flies, but yeah. is it going to be the exact same? No, probably not. Like you can still yeah. stimulate the, the 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 pec fully. You can still take it to to complete failure, but the total load isn't going to be the same. The overall enjoyment of that exercise isn't going to be the same. Um, but does that mean that it's not going to result in as, as, as good hypertrophy? It's hard to say because if you're still taking it to failure, you're still training that muscle, you know, effectively and you're not causing further injury. Like if you look at it from a, a wider perspective, you are going to get more out of your training. Like that's the exact, like myself, it, it, is a perfect example right now like hinging yeah it'd be great and it would benefit from my physique short term if i could do it but i can't at the minute and it's taken away from elsewhere so i need to leave it out and make sure that i'm getting more out of my my training overall but yeah if you can do it do it like i would say not and that doesn't mean conventional deadlift just any no. form any form of hinge that you can stay tight on and, and progress yeah i'd say as well like what you mentioned, you said like it's not going to affect your physique to a drastic margin if you can almost break it down. But then at the same time, I'd almost argue, well, if you think about it, you're going to split split it up into like three or four different movements to get the same amount of stimulus or not the same amount of stimulus, but the same sort of, let's say, stimulus in each specific muscle group. And I'd be thinking, well, psychologically and physically, like there's not really much better for the bang for your buck, time efficiency, sets performed than a hip hinge. So like, for example, with you, you could say, well, yes, you can still target your your, your lower back. You can target your glutes. You can target your hamstrings in like a, in a lengthened range. 
but would that be better if you could just do one movement, get them all ticked off, and then you could place more emphasis on more, let's say, more body parts or potentially put your energy in, in elsewhere, you know? So you look at things like that and there's always ways to go around it. But I also think as well, and a lot of people, I was like this, and I bet you probably were, a lot of people are just scared of doing the stuff that's quite challenging. And yeah. they, they just look for excuses and they don't want to I do never, it. I never used to deadlift. Like, <laughs> yeah, I never, neither. I, I never no. used to want to because it was hard. Like, not, yeah. even just, not even just the not like oh it's hard to it, it was like the technique the technique is yeah. hard to, to learn yeah. to hinge is, is is hard it's the hardest skill in the gym when i was pt in yeah. the hardest thing to teach people was to hinge properly saying shift your hips back you've got yeah. to literally like show them exactly how like you say putting a stick behind their back to yeah. make sure that they're not flexing their spine like it's the hardest thing but once you learn to hinge you can do anything because it it, yeah. it it carries over to your squat it carries over to even just your posture on a rowing movement, on a pressing movement, yeah. like if you can't yeah. hinge, your pressing's likely not great because you're probably, you've probably got like a kyphotic posture. So you can't pin your scapula back and you don't understand yeah. how to. So yeah, hinging is it's a skill. So most people won't, they'll, they'll try it once, they'll wake yeah, up the next day that. and their back is ruined because they did it. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, I can't do it. Can't do it, yeah. yeah. I remember I used to like, I'd do, like I'd squat every third day and I'd always press, but like, I never used to be able to fit deadlifts in. And the only reason why psychologically I would be like, well, I'm going to be ruined after them. Like I'm going to be battered and it's going to affect the rest of my session. And therefore I'd be like, well, I just do mediocre bent rows. Okay. And like, I would just stay away from them. And this is probably, and like you see mate, my deadlift form, like I don't really deadlift too much, but my back is incredibly tight. And that was because when I first started training, I deadlifted loads. So I used to deadlift loads and I built it up to like a four plate, I think it was like four and a half plate deadlift at like 17. And I remember like, I was like, this is just not enjoyable. Like it's ruining me where that was poor programming. I was training pretty much every day. Like it wasn't, it wasn't good. And I definitely could have optimized it, but it was where like I would shy away. And if someone said to me, why do you not deadlift? I'd probably give a, a bullshit answer and I'd be like, oh, you know, I don't know if it's worth it for me. But in reality, it was me subconsciously being like, well, I just don't really want to do them because it's that hard. And I feel like a lot of people have that. And then they're like, I, you, I have clients and we've said it before where we're like, right, just do a hinge. And they're like, oh, I can't because I've done this and I've done that. And it's like, well, can you even like, let's say, like initiate the movement by pushing your hips back? And they'll say, well, no, not really. Or they'll, they won't even tell you. And then they'll say, oh, the, the back hurts. <laughs> and like, as you mentioned, they're just doing literally like some level of like keeping the bar on them and just going into spinal flexion, like a, a, a reverse ab crunch with a barbell. It is all <laughs> That's execution. What it, is. it is solely execution. Like anyone, like, don't get me wrong. Like if you're pulling crazy weight, like, yeah, you're not going to feel good the following day. You are going to feel trashed, but you're going to feel trashed like centrally and through your whole posterior chain like people who say yeah. they can't deadlift it because like you say the form isn't good and they just they end up literally just loading the vertebrae of the lower back and then they're yeah. like oh my lower back hurts and they think that's how a deadlift's supposed to feel they think yeah. it's they think a deadlift like most people think a deadlift is a lower back movement and yeah. it's not like it shouldn't be anyway like don't get me wrong yes you're going to train your erectors really well but you're not training your lower back you're training like your whole posterior chain if you only feel yeah. your lower back something's not right you know whether it be that you've got tight hip musculature or weak hip musculature a lot of time it's like weak glutes weak hamstrings um or you just it's more often than not it's that you can't hinge like literally yeah. just don't know how to hinge and it is it's hard you got practice yeah, every and week like, they're losing a, a lumbar disc and they're just disappearing <laughs> oh five one week the next week oh, four. Back. 
they're they like, oh, the next week they're, they're, like, they're on two and they're like, I've lost like three discs. I don't know what I'm Getting doing. Like an inch, inch yeah. shorter every week. <laughs> <laughs> every week you see them. They're like, Mate, I swear you were five foot ten the other week. And they're like, yeah. You know, chest, I'm, I'm now only five seven. You, you're updating your Tinder bio. Yeah, you're updating your Tinder bio every week. You're like five seven, five three, <laughs> but then you've got updated no your torso. Just yeah, like, you put D, yeah, like you know yeah. when you see the powerlifters, you, know, you see the powerlifters, and they're like B, C, S, D, like the the bench squat deadlift in their bio. Yeah. Their numbers are going up, but their height is just coming down. <laughs> Imagine, <laughs> glass, glass, nothing better. Right, I've got um, I've got one from Joe with, with three as the instead of the E. So fantastic that like you know three oh, says E. Yeah, like my email is R three three C three. Horrendous your so, email. Yeah, it's shocking, isn't it? Well, I, I have a Reese Fitness email, but I have my Google Sheets linked to that email, so I just have that one on my Mac. So, yeah, I have my gamer tag on my PlayStation as my email. <laughs> Absolutely shocking. And the worst thing is, I think, you know, the Go Cardless, that's signed up with that email. I know. It's appalling. People think you're trying to scam it. I know, yeah. But anyway, we'll carry on. Okay, so this is a good question because I actually like the thought process of this. I'm not too sure if we've answered this before. How to plan a legs pull and then he said a leg push exercise selection wise. So I think leg push, if I'm honest, no, I wouldn't want to really like they, they, you could program it. Hmm? As in quads or no, leg like and push. leg, leg, leg and push. So like, it would be like, yeah. you wouldn't, I wouldn't want to do that. Like if you were lateral press and then your leg movements, like, it, but you wouldn't want to be doing like a cuffed clav fly towards the latter end of post leg press. Jesus Christ. That, so he's saying like a, a full pull day, and a full push day, as in like legs push, legs and push, like like it basically glutes, hams and back, and then quads and chest and shoulders. Yeah, I think so. A split. That, yeah, because I've had yeah, that before. He's... Like people have said yeah. to me, hey, "What would you recommend, upper lower or legs pull and legs push?" And I'm like, yeah. "Upper lower." Like, why would you do legs pull and legs push? Imagine trying to train legs pull next to legs push, like back to back. No. So you're just training legs the day before training legs again. Well, to be fair, maybe you could do like a hamstring, like you could have just a posterior day. And yeah, you, you could literally do like a leg press, mate. Imagine flat you're going from the flat bench to the leg press. But that's what I, I couldn't exactly, imagine like, it. You do hamstrings, let's say you do hamstrings and glutes the day before. You can't just say that, oh, I won't t- I won't touch my hams and glutes on the leg press. Like, yeah, you unless you, you wear a band on a leg press. Oh, yeah. yeah unless you wear a band. It's yeah. a quad dominant movement, but you can't just be like, oh, like my, my quads, I, I trained my glutes and hams yesterday, so they won't, they won't get involved today. No, 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 no. Like when I was uh, at Progress Works and I had my feet on the, the leg press and to get range, I had my feet quite high up on the leg press and I had a guy come over to spot me and literally two seconds before I got into the set, like he looks at me, looks at my feet, goes, you're just doing glutes and hams, bro. And I was like, no, like, I, mean, I was like, right, get switched on. So just before I set, you're doing glutes and hams. Like, and then, I'm doing your, a set. Uh, then you put your hip circle on and, the, and then it's like, now, now I'm doing glutes and hams. Yeah, now I'm doing glutes and hams. Now I'm just doing abductions. <laughs> Can you not tell? I've not got my hip circle on. Yeah, I'm not doing it. But yeah, so basically, if you're trying to plan a leg pull session, this is actually something that I quite like because I don't think there's much research, not research, that's a poor word, the, the, you can program a leg pull session very dependent on what you need, but there's not really like a set blueprint to go off, in, in my opinion, at least. I think push sessions and pull sessions and lower sessions, there's almost a set routine. If you were to, to look at our programs, like there would be a lot of similarities. And yes, we're in the same circle. So you could say we're, we probably have the same beliefs, but there would be a similar kind of thought process. But for a leg pull session, 
how would you how would you be thinking to, to initiate it? Would you be focusing more emphasis on on lower, or would you be doing on the just, other? Arm? Again, I'd say it just depends on their their weaknesses. I think mm. you've always got a program based on someone's weaknesses. Like if if someone's doing a leg pull session, like and and if they've got a crazy good posterior chain, I, I'd almost think like, do you need that? Do you need like a leg pull session? Could you not separate things around? Like so. I would first of all question whether you even need one um, because it is, it's a demanding session as well. Like, and mm. I think a lot of people like the sound of it. Oh, leg pull. It's a cool session. It's got a deadlift and it, and it could have a, a hack squat in it. Like, but if you're not even able to take a set to failure, like just focus on doing that first, focus on your basics first. Yeah. But in terms of programming a leg pull, I would have probably first I'd off, I'd have a, um, a hamstring curl, uh, I, I think hey, you miss adductors every time. You're not doing adductors. Well, you could do. You don't have to yeah. though, because if if no. you have like I don't know, it depends. Would you have legs? Yeah, you could have adductor on there and on legs. If you do it in a four day split, you could do it like four days across the week. But then, mate, yeah. like we've said before, you're then doing like imagine doing an adductor, ham curl, some form of back movement, and then trying to hinge. I probably wouldn't do that. But I would go. That is what we've done before, though. That's what a lot of people yeah. do. Yeah, and psychologically, it's challenging. Yeah, yeah like, you're bat- well, you're not battered yeah. by then, and I think you could manage it, and you could even manage doing the hinge right at the end of the session. But in terms of yeah. the, the load that you're going to manage by doing that, is going to be a lot less, like than yeah. what you could do. So yeah, I, I think I would probably do two of those movements. So I'd do like an, an adductor and a pull down, or a, a ham curl and a. A, some form of pull down some form of single arm, or even a pullover i quite like a pullover um especially if you've got a pullover machine that you connect well with and then do a hinge but yeah i find a leg pull a little bit of a it's not like you say there isn't like a direct i'd do this this and this i'd always have a look at the yeah. person and, and their strengths and weaknesses if they've got yeah. a great back but their lower body's weak even if you then still have a leg pull i probably wouldn't feel the need to put in anywhere near as many back dominant movements as, as lower dominant movements. Yeah. I personally, this would be a blueprint I'd go off, but again, challenging. I'd probably go adductor, hamstring curl, uh, single arm pull down. It's like something to get the lat short. Huh? What, and then, are you, are you not hinging? No, no, then, then a hip hinge. Mate, that's literally what I just said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I wouldn't I'm, you, didn't, you didn't continue from this point. You didn't Mate, continue. I said, then I said, imagine. I go, imagine. Then I go for a row. You said that I wouldn't I go, do that though. I went, no, you no. do a, I said, adductor, hamstring curl, pull down, and then some form of hinge. You oh, went, and I, I said, yeah, I'd struggle. That. I said, I'd no, struggle. You said I wouldn't do that. And I just no, said, I, I, did I say that? I said, I'd struggle. And to be fair, in the lockdown, I didn't actually do the adductor because we didn't have an adductor. No. It went hamstring curl, single arm pull down, hip hinge. But if I had access to an adductor, I'd probably do an adductor first. I well, did a minute one set ago, of that. You said you wouldn't yeah. do it. Oh, well, I would. So I've changed my mind. <laughs> uh, it was allowed to change my mind. So within the last two minutes, I've changed my mind completely. I'd do that. I'd then do a row. I'd then do a leg press. Ropes. I'd, yeah, I'd then do a leg press. I'd then do a leg extension and like an intensifier. And then I would do battle ropes, supersetted with calf raises, supersetted with the, the hanging ab punches. So I hang off a, of a, like a surface or whatever and bin punches my abs. And I just stand, sit there and I like, take it for about a minute. And then like we're really both sweaty, thin palms are bleeding. And I'm like, oh, cheers, fat bud. Done such a good job there. And then battle ropes again. And more battle battle ropes. And we have to mention fitness 45 times in the, like when we're doing it. Like I have to say it. it, Say fitness. Doing it for fitness. Every every movement. 
Yeah. And then we also have to get you. So you're like, I've given up on bodybuilding completely. I'm not even a bodybuilder. I'm just a physique guy who has shit legs. So I don't train properly. And you're, even though you want to be a bodybuilder, you're going to give up on your goals as well and just start doing battle ropes as well. Even though you, you still, those, those battle ropes aren't productive for you, you're going to do it. And, and you're going to be like, oh, I just you're feel so be, much fitter. Well, no, we'll hire someone. We'll hire someone we know who's just going to yeah. go. Faster, 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 faster. <laughs> Someone we know, yeah. More, 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 more. Down the fireman's pole. Yeah, cheers, man. Yeah, down the fireman's oh, pole. Yeah, fitness factory. There's a fireman's pole. It's absolutely shocking. Absolutely shocking. Imagine. Oh, there's a right, gym. We even answered room. that question. Yeah, that's it. Spot on. Joe with three with two threes. Hope you're happy, mate. I would say, that's like, it. sorry, Joe, because that wasn't a, a, a direct response from either of us, but assess your physique and your strengths and your weaknesses. If your legs are weaker than your back, then have a little bit more lower body movements in it. If your back is weaker than your legs, have a bit more pull movements in it. Uh, but also assess, do you actually need a leg pull session? Yeah. Well, mate, he's uh, he's got a fitness account called JGS Fitness, and he's 17. So I'm getting, yeah, he doesn't really need a leg pull session. Like, you're going to get some free, free info. You probably don't need a leg pull session, bud. Upper, upper lower, and... Yeah. at least at least five times a week six times a week just do yeah. two on one off upper lower he didn't, he didn't look bad he didn't look bad he looked good he looked good for his age so i thought like maybe maybe a bit more maybe you could do like a pull push lower yeah. upper lower and that's at the absolute maximum so five sessions per week get strong you don't need a leg pull session you just need probably two leg sessions per week spot on and you need right. probably two pull sessions you right know, your uh, time you know kieran 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 daily I think I think that's how you say his surname. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not an eye like daily. Yeah. When when he was at Progress, I thought it was you because he wore the same jumper as you. Yeah. Every time I was like, God, Finn looks Finn looks a lot bigger. He looks bigger, yeah. Yeah, Finn looks massive. So Kieran, he's a good lad. His sound is Kieran. Um, he's put considering the absolute shite gyms in Luff, which is Loughborough for those. Oh, this is a good question. This is a really good question. This. Yeah, but you're just going to absolutely shit on all the gyms and then someone from the gyms will listen and think you're a twat. Mate, you don't even get many views. No one's going to listen to this. You, I don't. And it's not just me. Just because you're in Loughborough, you don't want to be walking around Loughborough being like, oh, people are going to be scared. You only talk about one gym, Progress Works, and you, you shit on them every time so bad. And they're nice. Like, don't get me wrong, yeah, it's not a nice atmosphere, but like in there... I almost feel like if you went in and I knew what you said about it, they'd be like, fuck off. I don't know. I've probably, I've probably got a price on my head there. Maybe. I go in there and someone's got a bounty on me. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, he put basically, because there's no good gyms in Loughborough, where should I travel to next year? Where should I travel okay. to? Okay. And then he put go to second, Progress Works. A second question. Cheers, <laughs> lads. Love the pod, by the way. Cheers. That's not a question, mate. That's not a question, though, so but appreciate it anyway. You but, said yeah. second question, or did he say second question? No, he put it as a second question, but it's not a question. Oh. Um, yeah, progress works. Like I, The kit is great. You can't yeah. fault the kit. The kit is probably the best around here, but it's just the atmosphere. It, it's just not a great atmosphere. It's. I'm not going to say the people in there, because it's not just the people in there. There's people in any gym. There's always yeah. gyms in every gym, but it's more so like the... The, the layout, the lighting, it's just a bit hospital-like. Yeah. But the equipment is great. Like, I can't fault the equipment. And I think yeah. anyone who isn't really, really, really serious about training, Progress Works is great. 
Like, yeah. And even people who are serious about training, if you can switch off from everything else, it's still a really good gym. Like, don't get me wrong, in prep, it was a bit annoying, like some of the people in there. But yeah. because I wasn't talking to people that much, like obviously I was just talking to you, I kind of could just, I, I could, almost could see past it that yeah. it was a bit of a shit atmosphere and that because it was just like, right, we're just going and focus so much on myself. But when you then go and compare it to like Evo or Ultraflex, it yeah. is very different. Yeah. I think personally, I think I could train there as long as they don't hit, kill me or get, attack me. I think I could train there if I was on my own and I just had my headphones in. Yeah, constantly. yeah, yeah. I think I, I think I could train there. The kit sound, hard. like it's all Cybex kit for people that haven't trained there. Like it's got a Cybex hack, um, Cybex leg press, uh, every bit of Cybex kit for, for upper. And uh, and I mean, I mean, it's got a, a bit of fanatic now. Yeah. It's got like a super high row, chest supported row. It's um, good. Yeah, it's got really, really good kit. But the the leg room we've said is like a hospital with the lighting and how it's laid out and like as well with the leg room because it's so small. If there's like if you if you're on your own in there, it's sound. But if there's a few people, like you're waiting around for kit, if like you're behind somebody, so let's say someone's on like the same kind of session as you, you can be waiting around, it's not and it's just a little bit it's just a bit negative in there in the sense of atmosphere. And like you, we can blame people all we like. But at the same time, like yeah, you're everywhere. part of it and you can't like there's people there everywhere. So progress works if you can get your headphones in, maybe train at a different time. Like I wouldn't be wanting to train there at like our time. I'd want to train probably yeah. first thing yeah. and just Even get it. Then it'll be the same thing. <laughs> yeah. It's the same thing anywhere. Like if you train yeah. at the same time, there's always the same people in there that always end up wanting to talk about whatever. Like or and especially uh-huh. Or punch you. Or punching you. Yeah, yeah you walk by. If you train on your own, it's almost worse. I think because we train together, like a lot of the time, especially at like warehouse, people don't chat to us that much because they no. know that we're just getting on with it. Yeah. But again, that's respect. And I don't think there's that much respect at Progress Works. People don't respect as much that you're getting there and getting on with it. Yeah. I mean, like, I think there's, and also it's bigger at warehouse. So there's less chance that someone's going to be getting in the way or whatever. So, yeah. I, I, I prefer warehouse, obviously, at the minute. Like, warehouse is yeah. good. I quite like it. I think it's big enough to the point where you can do your own thing. People aren't on top of you as much. The kit is you, the kit is so inconsistent, we will say. Like, some of it's good. Some of it is diabolical. Like, the decisions when it comes to, like, they got rid of, like, a life fitness seated ham and a life fitness. No, the life fitness leg extension is still there, but it's on its last legs. That ain't got long left. That, like, that, that leg extension ain't making it to 2022, that's for sure. Like, that is ruined. Um, it's all Watson kit. So, like, basically, I'm not too sure if, like, people have used Watson kit in the past. Like, I would ask, but obviously nobody can reply. Uh, poll in the top right corner. Have you used Watson kit? Yes, I know. Um, but in general, Watson kit is pretty subpar. There's some bits all right, but, like, the leg extension, ham curl, have these, like, adjustable, like, back points not even adjustable they're moving no, they're not they, they they're rotate just, they're just as you sit there you can't lock it in yeah. surrender so imagine like you're on a leg extension you reset you like you're, you're the final rep you reset you pull yourself down and the back pad switches when you initiate the movement oh my god my, my erectors have just popped that i've just lost a um a, a, a disc L5 i'm now on the two yeah, I'm down to two. I've lost another inch of height. But yeah, so I like warehouse for that. And I, I, I'm a bit perplexed about how they deal with the weight situation for certain individuals, like putting weights back. I think the delivery could be better. And I'm not a massive fan. Like, I don't go in there and I'm like, oh, I can't, like, I'm never, I would never go in there. I can't wait to talk to the owners or the people that work. I've got nothing against them. They seem, yeah, right. but just. Like- 
You're right. That's it. Evo, like we get on well with the owner. He's proper sound. Yeah. The atmosphere is great. Yeah. It, it's almost like a mix of the two because it's got yeah. some better kit, but it's not. It's not got amazing kit, but I'd say it's got like better kit than warehouse as a whole. Yeah. For the for the most part, anyway, not for legs, but for what we train. Obviously, we have up, up and down that day. Yeah. Um, but then it's it's a, it's a smaller gym, but it's got like a, a a bit more of like a family environment, but like a nice kind of family environment. Uh, yeah. it, but again, there's still gimps. There's gimps everywhere, isn't there? Yeah. There's the music's there, good. The owners really really nice. Like like gets on well with us, and like it, there's a there's a lot of respect there in the sense yeah. of like it's just it's just a nice place. Like whenever we're there, we're like we always say we like it. Like it just yeah. seems like a normal kind of gym. The only that's downside a lot further is, than sorry, that's a lot further out than, yeah. than from Loughborough. It's like forty minutes from Loughborough oh, rather than oh, like well, twenty-five for warehouse and twenty for progress works. Yeah. Well, you could say well, Premier is basically Premier is twenty copy. minutes. Yeah, that's a copy of Progress Works in the sense, isn't it? Like Pre- same Premier sort of and kit. Progress are very similar. Yeah. 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 Very similar kit. Like atmosphere is probably the same. Like not fantastic. Yeah, I'd um, say. Progress Works has got a bit better kit. Yeah. But Premier might have a little bit better atmosphere. Yeah. This is the dilemma we have. Like we've said it more times. People will ask us, like, don't they? Like, why why do you train in so many different gyms? Or like obviously when we go to Ultraflex, like as if you travel like over an hour here on a Monday. It's like, yeah, Mm -hmm. but if there was an Ultraflex down the road, like we'd train there. Yeah. That's, there's physique evolution in Derby, which might be decent for Kieran because it's yeah. not too far for him. But obviously for you, that's like 40 minutes. Yeah. So it's like, that'd be further for you. For me, it'd be quite close. It'd be about 20 minutes. Mm. So we could maybe, we could even, we could try that at some point. That it does yeah. look a decent gym. Yeah. Uh, but in Loughborough, because I know he messaged, obviously, he didn't put like, is there a gym in Loughborough? But in Loughborough, like literally, if you're going to train in Loughborough, it's pure gym or, or any yeah, but Dynamite's that FTR now, and it's it's really expensive. Oh, has it changed? Yeah, it's it's FTR bodybuilding, and it, it's really expensive now. Oh, is there a new kit, or is there anything? Oh, mate, Shannon's at the door. Give me a minute. Yeah, sound. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll entertain wait. everyone. Talk about gyms. Yeah, sound. So, yeah, so basically, I'm solo in this now. This is going to be a little trial for a solo podcast that I might do eventually. Um, in reality, I wouldn't. Finn would get jealous. Um, but no, it's a bit of an issue. Uh, as mentioned, we've had a massive dilemma. There's not one gym near Loughborough, Leicester, that pretty much has it all. But then at the same time, you could say, well, me and Finn are probably just quite picky and we're very selective with where we train and what kit we're going to use. And in a sense, like it is quite like we were training in, in a shed. So there will be a level where you go, well, you could train anywhere. And in theory, we could. We definitely could train anywhere. But at the same time, like if we can be picky, we can move our work around. Uh, like me and Finn have lost about six clients over the last week or two. So we've pretty mate, much come enjoyed on. this stage. Come on, don't bring me into it. Yeah, and uh, mate, you said you said to me yesterday, I'm so sad. Yeah, <laughs> for you. Oh, no, no, I'm not sad. I'm just like, oh, this is what it is. <laughs> I imagine. But no, so um, yeah, it's almost a sense where we, if we can be picky, I said, like we were training in a shed so there might be some people that listen and they go god this is such a first world problem like a gym is a gym and in a, in reality mate if we were literally on a on an island and it was like there was one gym we'd train there and we'd be sound there wouldn't be any issues but if we have access to, to free choices we will definitely have choices finn smiling what's up is shannon okay how you doing shannon hopefully you're all right all right a good day at work. She's nodding. 
think she's got Parkinson's. Sorry if anyone. Sorry if anyone's got Parkinson's. Oh, Finn's cutting that out. <laughs> Everybody got Parkinson's on the podcast. I'm sorry. Yeah. No. No offense. No offense from a Parkinson's only fan. Right. <laughs> no um, <laughs> Let's do a couple more, but I, I need to wrap it up because we've got. I've got to eat, and then we're going to the cinema. No, Are you going to the cinema? What are you going to see? What's it called? Sp- Spiral. Spiral. It's the uh, the next one of you know the the Saw series. It's the latest yeah. one. Oh, is it? Oh, mate, come on! You need. I need to get a third man invite to stuff like this. I I tag along and just mate, sit you and like, you and Shane need to come. Yeah, yeah, mate. The last time I went to the cinema. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were like I said you were like oh yeah <laughs> uh, oh, that probably came across as quite rude yeah I'll be, I'll be down uh, no the last time I went to the cinema mate was uh, like the start of 2020 and I got do you, do you know the girl that I told you about that was a bit not not normal and mate I went on my phone I got a whatsapp come through from like a new starter and it was like when I first started out properly coaching so I was like trying to make a good impression I got on my phone she didn't talk to me for the rest of the night literally <laughs> just sat there and I, hey. I went on my phone I went on my phone to just reply to one whatsapp the film hadn't even started and I kind of like I remember saying to her like you're right and she was like sipping on a drink every hey. time I went to talk to her Shannon's the exact same right so we watched yeah. we watched Wonderful Beasts the second one Fantastic Beasts Fantastic Beasts Where to Dyer Find film. Yeah, I don't even know it the second film is a porn the second one right? like half an hour in I was like what the fuck am I doing with my life like I was I hated it I was like I hated what I was doing and right I, no, because I'm not going to say that. Oh, let's go. Halfway, not even halfway through. But anyway, I checked my watch to see to see to see the time. Yeah. Apparently, right. So I think my phone was between my legs, and yeah. apparently I kept going on it when I didn't. I checked it a few times. I checked it a few times to check the time because I was that bored and I was like, "When is this going to end?" Yeah. And then Shannon was fuming, mate. It was like yeah. I murdered someone. Yeah, mate. I, I literally said to her afterwards, "I was like, what's up?" And I said, "I was like, can you just tell me?" Because it was one of those where, you know, you say to a girl, like, oh, what's the matter? And they say, nothing, it's fine. Yeah. And you're like, well, no, it's not fine. Tell me. And she was like, I don't know why you have to go on your phone <laughs> during a film. And I literally was like, are you for real? I said to her, I was like, I just went on my phone to get back to a new starter. But I was like, I'm not, I, hey. I didn't know this was like a written rule. I, I, my phone buzzes and the film's pretty shit or the film's not enjoyable. Please. See, I, I hate it. People going on their phone during the film, I don't yeah. agree. And I wasn't doing that. Yeah, this was before. This was before the film. Before the like, film? Yeah, fair. with the adverts. Before the film, that's fine. During the film, I think it's rude because obviously other people want to watch. But yeah. like before it, fair play. Like, or even if you, if you check your phone, especially when like, if your brightness is down, like, you wouldn't even know yeah. that I'd checked my phone a few times. Like, yeah. no, no one would know apart from Shannon because she wasn't even watching the film. She was just staring at me. She, it was that boring. Yeah. She was just staring at me to see if I was doing anything wrong. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the film was shit. And yeah, we'll move on. Yeah, and I didn't get talked to all night, so that was the last time I went to the cinema. Yeah, okay, well, you're not Sorry. coming with us. Cheers, mate, thanks. All right, next question. Yeah, your one. How did both of you guys meet and become training partners? Exclamation oh mark. This is from Jackie Eubank. Jackie Eubank. Chris Eubank. Who's Chris, who's Chris Eubank? <laughs> from, <laughs> yeah, an old boxer. <laughs> Chris Eubank. That squeaky voice. Yeah. <laughs> So big Chris Eubank's son is coming through with the questions. Yeah. Um, right. So um, yeah, we've told this story before. I know. Do you want to just go through it quickly? Met no, we don't need to. Right. We literally met at a gay bar in Loughborough, and that was it. Yeah. yeah. It was. There was nothing much to it. We literally went up to each other. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Sound. You, I said to him, "You got good arms," and he went, "Oh, cheers, mate." 
you've got good delts and we, we just started training we tried we trained delts and arms next day <laughs> never look back we never look back never, never look back no continue have you got another question um yeah i got um adam's uh, life oh yeah a big big fan of the podcast um are there any other youtubers slash ig accounts that you enjoy watching in your spare time if so who i'm gonna sound so cocky here because i think the answer for both of us there might be a few but i don't really watch anybody like i go on my instagram and i will watch about five people's stories one of them is because i absolutely love the guy because he's hilarious cheers mate no it's not you mate it's the can't train because of his haircut (laughs) <laughs> like living legend I literally mate click on his stories the second I see them I'm, I'm almost it? obsessed hmm? who is it oh Drew Physique <laughs> <laughs> love him love him um, so you caught mate you ask I'll tell you uh, second point uh, if, we, if we carry on if we carry on um, I watch well, who are the other four Oh no! To be fair, I wouldn't actually know. I, I watch a few others. I watch yeah, I watch your stories because obviously, like, but I see them in person, so it's not where I'm like, oh, I need to see what Finn did today. I need to rewatch what he did and perform- make sure his execution's on point. Um, and then other than that, I don't really like. I don't go on my Instagram and think, oh, I hope to see. Like, I watch I watch what Tim puts on his story, uh, but he doesn't really put his training up. But that's mm-hmm. I get on well with Tim. Um, trying to think, and then any clients, like if I've got clients that like I know that have like fitness accounts, I'll make sure to give them a watch. But I don't selectively like go through my Instagram and like I oh, hope to. I read through actually a lot of like um, you know um, like Dusty Hanshaw. Is it Dusty Hanshaw? And then there's the um, uh, Dante Trudell, Nick Gloff. I read through a lot of their posts. And yeah. like if I get five minutes and I'm sat around or like let's say. I know, I've got a sunbed, so I don't need to say if I'm waiting for a sunbed. But you know, if you've like got back to all your WhatsApps and I'm like on social media, I read through some of their old posts. But other than that, I don't really watch YouTube, if I'm honest. Like for, for other, like what about you? Anything that you you like to, to watch? I'm, I'm similar. Like with with Instagram, like there's a few people that that I'll watch. Like, but like I say, I'm I'm not actively like oh, looking for their stories. Um, but I'll go on, like you say, like people like coaches more so than anything, yeah. like people that are renowned coaches so like if jp posts something i'll read it like if matt jansen posts something i'll read it if hypertrophy coach puts something on i'll often watch that like more so than anyone else i'll watch stories like obviously time to time just peoples that come up but very rarely if someone's like got a q a on or anything like that like very rarely will i will i watch it more so just not out of like i'm not bothered just out of time like yeah um and with YouTube, like I literally just watch football stuff. Like I, I yeah. don't really watch. If I'm gonna watch like a bodybuilding video, like I'll watch either something on JP, like usually battle ropes, um, or oh, I'll watch. Are you what? Worst video I've ever done. <laughs> or I'll watch. Oh, I'll watch like James Hollingshead, um, and that's pretty much it. Like usually when I'm on YouTube, it's just football highlights, Sky Sports news, things like that. Like, that's yeah. kind of what I watch. That's my like, when I'm like eating or when I'm having some time to just chill for five minutes. When like between, g- yeah. generally when I'm eating, like I'll spend five ten minutes having a meal, and if I'm not getting back to WhatsApps or whatever when I'm doing that, then I'll just stick on like a five ten minute thing. Like Harry Kane wants to move to Man United. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like the football classics are, are ridiculously good to the, to watch. Yeah. Like, you know, like, yeah, you can type in like a Champions League, UCL, like football classics. And it's I'll be like Man United versus Real Madrid. You know, when R9 got I never, I never type anything in. Like, just just see what's recommended. Yeah. And like that, but literally it's when I'm eating. I don't think I'll ever really watch YouTube when I'm not eating. Like if I'm, if, if, if me and Shannon are going to watch something, like we'll put Netflix on. Like we won't yeah. sit really and watch YouTube. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't watch, like literally, I watch like half an hour of Netflix, but I've never watched Netflix on my own. I can't watch TV. I, I need like more yeah, you got, you got stimulus. Like, yeah, yeah right. than just like, I, I, I find it bonkers how people can sit there and just have one thing in front of them and be yeah. like, this is normal. I just get bored. I've got to like, dedicate is... time to it. Like, yeah. On an evening, like obviously, like after we've trained, I'll get home and like usually when I'm eating my post workout, as long as I've I've got back to all my work or pretty much have, that that's yeah. when we'll put something on, which is like the last half an hour of a day when I'm just trying to chill out before going to bed. But like, yeah. I don't get how people can just like sit and watch shit all the time. It's like, yeah. I, I, if yeah, that was me, I'd just think like, surely I, I get it. Like, when I was younger, I'd play like Xbox a lot and whatever. And like, well, like I've yeah. said to you before, I wish I'd have spent that time like trying to build a business. But then you wouldn't have enjoyed it. Like I did enjoy it. But yeah. even like now when people are like our age or older and they just spend all of their free time like watching TV. It's like, yeah. have you not got something to do? Yeah, there's not much thought process though. Remember when you're there, like when you were there, you don't think about it. Like it's annoying because when you're busy, you crave the time to chill. But when you chill, you're thinking this is horrendous. I yeah. need to do something. There's always something in the back of your mind though. Because even when like you're chilling, like even when we're chilling, there's always something thinking like we've probably got a WhatsApp to get back to or an application to get back to, or we're thinking about a client post or some form of marketing content, whatever mm-hmm. it may be. So it is hard to like fully switch off, but I'm going to yeah. switch off at the cinema tonight. I can't wait. Yeah. Turn your phone off because you do not want to get told. I, I won't even want to go on my phone. These films are mint. I proper like the yeah. Saw films. Yeah, I've watched the last one. I haven't watched this new. Uh, obviously, when did it come out? Come out recently? Or? Yeah, I think it did come out the other day. Like cinemas only just open, aren't they? So I think it just came out yeah. the other day. Was that for Monday, like the seventeenth or whatever? I think. It was yeah, 17th. but our cinema didn't open. Oh, opens to, is it open tonight? Oh no, Wednesday. Oh, Going to be busy. Yeah. Open on Wednesday. Right, your question. How does it feel to be bigger than Reese? Asked by Finn Kelly coach. Asked, asked by Brad Steelyard. You know, Brad. Oh, me. Yeah, he followed me as well. I'm, I, I didn't follow him back. And I'm not going to now. I'm going to de- I'm gonna DM him. I'm going to be like, mate, can we leave this agenda out of it? Like, I want an apology. Um, like, mate, you have to answer it because I can't. Like, congrats. Is that what we say? Congrats? I'll answer it. I'll say I'm not bigger than Reese, but I know how to out-angle him and I know how to get my good, good body parts in a photo. So yeah. it makes me look a little bit bigger. Not bigger yeah. than Reese, a little bit bigger than myself. Yeah. Like you see no, me I'm bigger person, than me. You see that photo of me, you and Tatenda, then you see me in person and go, that's not the same guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I think you're selling yourself short. I think in like a, I think in a sense. That like way I my, all the time. Like I, my I, frame is better in the, like I've got wider shoulders. So yeah. I will always look like, even if we had the same muscle mass, I'd probably look bigger than you in like clothes. Yeah, definitely. But, You've got a wider frame. Like, yeah. yeah, exactly. But I don't think, like, I wouldn't... I, I said this to you before. Like, if you were to not see you before, I don't think you've got the stereotypical natty, do you even train when you're in a T-shirt or... Why do you tell you're... me that all the time, then? Oh, because, like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, just want, I just want the best from you, bro. <laughs> I, should be... I might have Shannon say it. 
Shannon's going, wrap it up now. <laughs> That's what she's saying. <laughs> right, sound. I, I told Shannon. her when, I did say when she got home, I was like, I'll wrap it up. Okay, can we, can we get the outro from Shannon then? We'll only wrap up if she does the outro. So she has to come on to it and say, thanks for listening, guys. Catch you next week. I don't think she wants to. I want to get through the rest of the questions. All right, go for them. You go. Big, big fan, biggest fan of the podcast asked a question. Guess who? Oh, um, Marta? Big, like, literally number one fan. Oh, to Tender. Tender. Yeah, big, big. <laughs> mate, Tender doesn't like me. He only asks you questions. Yeah, because like I'm nice. He, he actually yeah, said you're to a person that you're a twat. Yeah, you're approachable. I'm a, I'm a dickhead. That's what he said. No, number one fat. Re- fat. <laughs> number one fat. Number one fat. Number one fat. <laughs> number, one, number one fat. Number one fat fan. Number one fat fan to tender. To tender, you need to diet, bro. Imagine. <laughs> number one fat reporting in. Number one fan reporting in. Sorry to tender. You're not fat at all. Can you go over your approach to a deload, such as when do you know you need to? When do you know you need one? Is it a case of decreasing load and sets, or just one of the two? Are the sets going to failure, etc.? P.S. Don't out angle me in pictures again. <laughs> what a legend! What an absolute legend! Next um, time you can stand six foot closer to the camera, and, yeah. and it'll be. Close. He was done so like for for his current training like age. He was done so dirty. He should have been at the front like by a lot, and like because it was so mean. Like we pushed him to the back. He's got his arms crossed. His we middle guy always looks smaller. Yeah, the middle guy always looks smaller, no matter what. Oh yeah, I feel bad for him. Like, I'm surprised he shared the photo. Like, I know he's he reshared it on his character account. to tender. I knew he'd take it. It's character building. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see him again in like three years and he'll be huge. And we'll be like, yeah, mate, we built you. And yeah. then we'll be like coaching slots available and we can take a photo of him and put it on our coaching pages. That'll be it. First for the once you're in, you're in coaching. That'll be to tender. Yeah. Once you're in, you're in coaching. First client. Second client, DP. We said that as a joke. <laughs> we were like, when he was like, well, but you both coach me. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sound, sound. No. Um, but no, to continue. So um, I, like I like to break it down. Hmm? Yeah, I feel like we did. Do you, we'll just give an overview. Yeah, go on. Um, yeah, so there's two approaches, main approaches, devolume or deload. Devolume will be where you bring volume down in the session. A deload will be when you basically say, right, maybe three days, three to five days worth of full rest. Though the main purpose of this is to mitigate fatigue. So it's basically just to bring fatigue down to a normal kind of position. So I usually prefer with myself um, a devolume approach. So basically I would reduce total volume by maybe... 40 to 50 percent so if i'm bringing my sets down from two working sets i'd bring them down to one i'd take away all intensifiers i would take away any 50 50 reps uh, and therefore that kind of leads me into a position where i can still progress my numbers i usually go for like a mixed hybrid approach between a top set and a back off set and then from that point the following week i go back down or uh, back to normal volume and i've almost brought fatigue down to a range where it's not exceedingly high mentally i'm far fresher and then I can probably push on for, for four to five weeks. Now, the, the rationale behind usually a deload or a devolume is it's not a sense like it's called a deload. And this is what gets annoyed because people think you have to reduce the load. And in reality, the whole basis of a deload is actually to bring volume down. It's not actually to bring loading down in the sense of like acute one set per movement loading or whatever it's going to be. So I usually, as mentioned, prefer to, to go for almost a hybrid approach between sets and reps. So for example, if I was to do a top set, I'd do like a midpoint or maybe a top set and one movement and a back off set on the other. And, uh, and to conclude, sorry, Finn, I've stole this answer completely. Um, but yeah, when it comes to the, up. yeah, when it comes to the, like when you know, I think you should know because you'll know. So for example, like, you know, you know, once yeah. you're in, you're in. Yeah. 
you you'll know so do you, i always think like are you feeling motivated to train how is your mental like cognitive function outside of training during training the main driver i find is when you're four exercises into a session it doesn't have to be four two three whatever it is and you're like the thought process towards finishing the session if you're counting down the, the numbers and you're thinking oh, i've got this then that and this then that and then i'm done that's pretty much when probably fatigues at a, at a high amount and you'd almost probably benefit of pulling back and seeing, right, did anything change? Do I feel better? If so, you are probably quite highly fatigued and you probably won't realize until you go through a deload or debold period. So, yeah. Yeah. I'd also say like we spoke about before, like most people don't need them. Most no. people don't train anywhere near hard enough to, to actually warrant them. And obviously we, we, we know, like Tatenda, we don't we don't watch him train. Like I've not seen Tatenda's training properly, but without right. being, without assuming, without being rude, like I don't feel like Tatenda is at a level of training where he's really going to need deloads or devolumes just yet. No. Um, I think most people who, it's almost like if you're asking, how would I know if I need one? You're probably not at the level where you're going to need one. Like yeah. you said, you'll know if if. If you push to the point where your training starts to go to, to shit, then you know. But your training has to be at a, a certain level before you know if it's gone shit. Yeah. Most people aren't even at a level where they'd know if they've had a good or a bad session because every session is just meh. And they're sleeping and push things, yeah. push and pull things. Yeah. I, I, that's it. They don't go in with a, a focus of being the best that they can be. They don't go in with numbers to be. They don't go in with nailing every external variable. So they don't even know if their session has gone well or not because they don't know how it should be. So like for us, we can tell straight away if we have like two or three poor sessions in a row, we'll be like, mate, what's going on? Like, I'm obviously too, I'm obviously like accumulating too much fatigue. Like, I don't think we've ever had two bad sessions in a row. No. And if we have straight away, we'd be like, mate, something's not right. But that's because we know the stand, we set a standard for ourselves that as soon as, as we fall below that standard, we can tell. And it's not because we couldn't be asked that day or because we've missed a beat because we haven't. It's because of, of some other reason, which is usually fatigue's too high. So we need to pull back. So we, when you're at that level, you can really tell. If you're not at that level, then I would say you're probably not at a level where you'd need a deload or a devolume. Yeah. Do you agree? No, no, I agree? And I think in most cases, like with someone like Tatenda, your deloads will probably just come from natural causes. So for example, yeah. a birthday, a Christmas period, a holiday like two or three or four deloads a year every three months. Like that's like, when you actually think about it, if I said, right, four deloads a year, that's every three months. That's fine. Like you'll most likely have something that pops up in when you're not completely about it. How many, you might have to have three or four days off. You know? How many times have you had a client who's checked in and been like, oh mate, I, yeah. missed, I missed two sessions this week. And that two yeah. sessions that they've missed leads to four sessions off in a row. And I'll say no, to them, yeah. like, so you've basically had a deload then. Yeah, like, I've had literally days of complete today. rest. Like, so like I'll always, whenever they do that, I'll, I'll put, I'll, I won't like class it as a deload, but I'll put it in the other notes. Yeah. It'll say like rest, 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 rest. So then when yeah. I can scroll back over time and look at it and go like, you know, they'll say, oh, two weeks later, oh, I feel like I might need a D volume. I'm like two weeks ago, you had four days off in a row. Like yeah. you don't need a D volume. Yeah. So yeah, there's a lot to cover on that. But I'd say like for the, for the most part, you probably don't need one. Like if you're trying, if you're having to ask like when will I know if I need one? Yeah. Yeah, you'll know. You'll definitely know. Okay. Have you got any more? Um, yeah, one super easy one. 
why do you have a why do you do a leaning uh, single arm curl instead of a standing single arm curl? Why do I or why do you or why do we? Why do both of us? That's what it was. So mainly just for for more stability. Yeah. Why would you? Why, imagine doing a standing without holding on to anything. I personally think there's a little bit more to it. It's very bro sciencey, and I said this before. I said it to you when we first did them. I quite like the thought process of having a straight line from like your anterior delt to your elbow to your hand. Yeah, but you you're pretty about, much, like how I'm thinking of it. You'd get that anyway. How I, I don't mean, if you're doing a, yeah, if you're doing a single arm, I could say you would. But if you're That's doing fair. a dual arm, oh yeah, if you're doing you a dual arm. Mechanically, your shoulders here, your elbows are here. Like it doesn't suit. Shannon's getting agitated. She's like Finn. The film starts in thirty minutes. Even at me. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. So yeah, that's the reason why. Stability yeah, I was, vis- was visualising it as someone doing a single arm without holding anything. Because yeah. like I'll have clients, I'll have them on a single arm like uh, dumbbell curl, and every now and again, like it obviously says in the cues, lean away from a immovable object, but they'll be yeah. stood there with like just no, not holding anything. Just stood there mm. doing a curl, and I'm like, right, lean away from something. But yeah, more so for stability. I quite like the fact that you can have a, a full sort of dead hang at the bottom of every rep, and your yeah. body's not in the way. Um, like you say, yeah, from a from a sort of joint perspective, you, you're going to be reducing the joint stress if you're not having to twist or move around your body or anything like that. But yeah, more so for me, it's just to create more stability. Like if you're yeah. doing a single arm, a- any way that you do it. Mm, agreed. Uh, I think that's all of them. But everything. Yeah. Right, Shannon, get here. Outro now. Do it. <laughs> she's not even... What's she got? Downstairs. She's, she's currently crying at the thought of you going out to the cinema in a CMP t-shirt. Yeah, I've, like, got, oh, mate, I've got a night. Oh, <laughs> oh, no, I thought you were going to put something on. Like, oh, the CMP I thought I was going to change into my CMP t- t-shirt. What are you wearing tonight, mate? you wearing anything nice? you dressing up or are you just no, going... I'm, mate, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> what trousers you got on? You got any, going on anything? Just joggers? Joggers, mate, yeah. Mate, yeah. I said this to Shannon the other day. I went When we went out for food and golf, I was so uncomfortable because I had jeans on. Yeah, I thought that. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, and like mate, that, when... that shirt jacket thing, mate, I was really yeah. uncomfortable. You know when we go on our bowling excursion? Yeah. I said this. Yeah, are we going um, to wear like anything? Like, what are we wearing? I, I don't want to wear anything like... I'm you not wear bowling. Anything. We don't have to wear anything if you don't want Nah, me Naked and you are. bowling. We'll film it for the podcast. <laughs> Naked bowling. <laughs> get a POV shot right before you throw and you have to lean over. You're like, oh yeah, get up, get up right up there. That'll be good. And then like, <laughs> you turn around. You When you get a strike, you turn around so forcefully quickly. <laughs> and then you look to the, to the bench and you're like, strike. <laughs> it's like a kid's party on the next leg. <laughs> yeah, you're banned for life. They've took photos up and they're saying, that's it. You're done. <laughs> you ain't coming back. All right, but, come on. Wrap it up. You can do the outro, mate. Right. So, episode eight of the Once You're In, You're In podcast. Thanks for listening, guys, as always. Um, next time, ask us some more questions. However, in, in, in a sense, we've done quite well for the yeah, time. We've only had a few questions. I think this was a bit more just chit-chat. It always is, but it's more one where we kind of just went through a few things. It was the longest we've gone since we started about doing a podcast. There was just so much to cover. So much to cover in the, in the 10 days we haven't had uh, a podcast. So, as mentioned, appreciate all the, the likes, the subscribes, the, the follows, story tags if you are, um, if you're watching on your Instagram story. It's always appreciative. And other than that, we'll look forward to the the next one. Catch you guys later. Bye-bye.